0: Shabbat Shalom! Okay, we're going to start with TV, so that you think I'm cool, and then we're going to end with some spiritual homework for everyone, just to let you know what's coming. I recently, uh, with my wife, I've been told for, I don't know how long it's been on, that you got to watch Succession. Succession, Succession, Succession. It's like the greatest TV show that's ever been done. You know, if you haven't heard of it, you're not missing anything, but okay. So I started to watch this show and within like an episode and a half, I thought, I said, I don't like this. I'm not gonna wanna watch this. And it's gonna fall in the same category for me as Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I do not like, or The Office, which I do not like. Maybe we can still be friends later, I don't know. And I've always just sort of not like I'm like I'm a Ted lasso parks and rec kind of guy Yes, right. I want I want people being nice to each other I don't really take any pleasure in just watching mean people be awful And so I didn't like those shows and I apologize if any of you, you know work for HBO, okay now I knew that I sort of had this feeling, but it wasn't until this week that I realized that those shows go against the Torah. <laughs> and that we have reason to not like those shows because it's <laughs> thank you. Yeah, there shabbat Shalom. Okay, so <laughs> because it says in the Torah. Now, this week's parsha, if you as we were reading along, This is the law redux, remix, that's what I was looking for, Parsha. We get the Ten Commandments, we get the Shema, we get all of these laws again and again and again and again. And then there's an additional thing that is not in Shemot, where we get the laws in the first place, or anywhere else, that we end as Moses is uh, sort of wrapping up his talking about these laws, where he says, um, you know, you should observe these commandments and do them, v'asita hayashar v'hatov be'inei Hashem. That you shall do what is uh, yashar, straight or right, and vitov, and good in the eyes of God. So you get this line at the end. Oh, by the way, do what's right and good in the eyes of God. And of course, the question that our commentaries are going to ask as they read this line is it seems to be Redundant. You just gave me all these rules I got it don't kill don't steal don't all those things yeah I'm good so what does it mean to then say oh and do what's right and good in the eyes of the Lord you know what I can't help myself it's the summer this is fun turn to the person next to you okay if you have an idea what does it mean to say when God says do the right and the good what on earth could God mean? Is God trying to add something? Is God trying to recap something? Is God trying to put some spin on the ball? What does it mean when God says, "Do the right and the good"? Right, and it, you can, if you want, you can check the verse. It's um, Devarim chapter six, verse eighteen do the right and the good in the eyes of God, right? that you shall go well with you, that you shall go and uh, it will be well with you, and you'll inherit the land, um, the good land, that uh, God has promised to you. So take a few seconds, take 18 seconds, turn to the person next to you, what does God mean by do the right and the good? Ready, set, go. on God. All right, take nine more seconds. Okay, all right, we should, uh, you know. You never tell when everyone turns right away and starts talking. It seems like you're all talking about it, but you might just be saying like, "I wonder what Carrie's got going for Kiddish or something. And I, I don't. Uh, both are both are okay things to talk about. But so, anyone want to share a couple of thoughts of what does it mean when God says, "Do the right and the good"? A couple of thoughts on this. By the way, intentionally for for people who were this dovetails with our conversation about don't add and don't subtract from earlier in the morning. Okay, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 So Mr. Nathanson here is straight up Ramban, as we say in the business. So Nachmanides says exactly, I'll repeat it, exactly what you say, which is the Torah does its best to lay out all the rules that the Torah sort of can think of in that moment. And there's a question of is it that the Torah says all the things the Torah right? God knows or is it just the, the chapter heading doesn't we don't know and this line do the right and the good means in the future when something comes up that is not covered in the Torah because the Torah is finite and can only cover so many things do the right and the good means you should still try to do what's right even if the Torah has not legislated about Bitcoin you should still try to do the good and the right when it comes to whatever bitcoin is if there's chains involved i don't know okay great right but the torah didn't know from that and you should still do right when that you can't say oh the torah didn't say i get to go be a bitcoin baron or something okay let's move on from that um yeah yes what you got Okay, don't don't do something that you wouldn't want to have published on the first rate. Right? This is um, So this is also getting into so what can I extrapolate from that you're saying this means Be a sort of generally good person Regardless of necessarily what the Torah's laws are in this you should do something there's a reform rabbi once wrote that you should, before you do something, you should think, would I be okay with my mother and my rabbi knowing that I'm doing it? And if the answer is no, then you shouldn't do that thing, right? <laughs> so there's something about like saying, it's this kind of extra category, an extra legal category. All right, let's take a couple more. I thought I saw another hand or two. Yeah, Virginia, did you wanna share? Okay, so the mensch. Okay, so this goes to, uh, again, something Ramban has said, right, which is that we look at the world and we see that one could be what's known as a Naval Birshuta Torah, right, a not nice person within the bounds of Jewish law, right? That it doesn't always work, and this is saying that you shouldn't be that, right? The Talmud, by the way, of Virginia agrees with you and the Talmud uses this verse to legislate that you're not allowed to buy a field. Give me a second. You're not allowed to buy a field in between fields that are owned by two brothers or business partners, right? The idea is that you, by buying that field in the middle, would cause some kind of strife between the two and, you're, and so even though one is, halachically, you go ahead and buy the field because of this, do the right and the good, you shouldn't do it. Because it's, it's just not, it's not nice to do, and so don't do it. It's that extra sort of, it goes to this idea of it's not in the Torah, but like be a mensch, don't do that thing. Let's take one last one. David, did you have? Okay. I heard that over here too. You know in your heart what the right thing, right? This is, um, so I want to hold that for a second because there's, this now enters into this question of, okay, so do the right and the good means like do good things, right? And And I like what people are saying of some of it might mean do right things even if the Torah doesn't legislate about it, you should do right things. So the next question, of course, is, New. So how do I know what the right thing to do if the Torah doesn't say? Now we've already got one idea, right? Ray's. Uh, would, would it be okay if Jim Gardner put it out on the news? He, I'm Philly. I'm learning, guys. Okay. Um, for the people who didn't get the succession reference, I hope you got the James Gardner reference. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways. Wasn't okay. Anyways. Would you be okay with that being out on the news? That could be one, right? Sort of a collective wisdom, we might call it. Yeah, Laura, well, you got another one? Oh, wow, calling other people out. Virginia took your answer? Was that a Menschy thing to do? I know, okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Now it's just joke time here at uh, the Apollo. All right, what you got? Yes, Okay, great. Great, so, so I want to pu- set up this, I'll repeat it, and I want to set up this for a second here. So the Chazon Ish writes that basically the law equals morality. So if you want to know what the right thing to do in any situation is, says the Chazon Ish, um, he says you should basically look at the Halakha. Whatever the halakha says, that is the same thing as ethical morality. Shabbat Shalom, we're done. Right? That—that's all you need. But we are reading this in a sort of uh, modern or postmodern or post-postmodern or whatever we're in sort of way to say no, no. It's actually saying that there are times where you should go, and this is what Rashi says: "Leif shura shurat Beyond the law, right? Do more than what the law requires in order to be a good person. Or perhaps even, you said it, not me. Violate the law in order to be a good person, right? That there may come a time, and there's a there's a midrash on Zman la lavor Hashem he hefiru het Torah techa. Sorry, I don't have my notes on that one, I apologize. That but right, that it is time to serve God, for they have uh, uprooted your Torah. And the midrash says on that line, not that it is time to serve God because other people have uprooted the Torah, but it's time to serve God by uprooting the Torah. And that there are moments when following the law to its strictest sense is not only uh, not more, but it's not what we should do, and that we have to go against it, right? And so some of the famous one that I think that everyone, all the rabbis agree on is the Torah says that an eye for an eye, right? And a life for a life means, you know, if I poke out your eye, you poke out my eye. You're like, I won't say it. I'm looking at the lawyer for this, okay, no? All right, Perry, right? And and every single rabbi in the Talmud says, no, 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 no. That's not what it means. It means money, right? I owe you the value of my eye. And uh, finally, uh, the Nimuke Yosef, don't worry, we'll Google him later. The Nimuke Yosef writes, there are times where the law says one thing and everyone knows that it's not okay. That we shouldn't do it that way, right? Life for life or eye for eye is not a way that we want to live in our society and therefore we uproot that, right? And it's our job to then try to do something that we think is Yeshar and Tov that is straight and right. Yeah, last one, Perry, since I already called you out and then we'll conclude in a moment. Oh, what's a better one? Uh-huh. Ah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Fair. Fair. I see. What you're. Okay, fine. I, I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, let the record show. That was not... The best example? No, you're right because that's a kind of an interpretive thing, and I think Johanna, you're saying more of a like actual dafka violating of the law. Uh, okay. Okay. So, I no no this is good. This is I, so. Where I want to finish with because, I think I think all of this is correct, and I'm not by the way trying to push us towards some sort of total relativism where you just do whatever you know you feel is right. You're saying yes, <laughs> You got one? Please, go ahead. correct, I think that's not bad. right, not right. That's And, and there, the idea that we all know is even perhaps a part of the tradition and the way that we write. Whether we're thinking about Zacharias Frankel as the voice of the people or what we're thinking, so Hamech Davar, one of our commentaries on this verse says, he picks up on this last part where it says, Be'eney in the eyes of others. In doing the right and the good, he says, do what's right in the eyes of God and what's good in the eyes of your fellow man. Right? And that when you're doing something that's good, we know. Like, like, the, we know what's good and what's right, and what's right, and we know what's not, and there is something that says, you know, the good and the right is rarely mean, the good and the right is rarely petty, the good and the right is 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 sometimes angry, but usually not right that we know what it means to be the good and the right and when we're doing something good or when we see something wrong there is something inside of us that says you know this doesn't go with my i know i've, I've quoted um the more and i'm a million times already and you'll you know please god over the years you'll hear me quote him a million times more right that we all have a safer torah inside of us and that gut feeling that i heard this group talking about over here he would say is your internal safer torah Right? That we all have inside of us that you can access if you sort of spend enough time thinking about and cultivating it. And that's the thing that tells us that we're doing what's right and what's wrong. And as we leave, we're going to end in just a moment, but we are in now the real run-up as we begin with Shabbat Nahumut to the High Holidays and the Amim Noraim, where we think about where are the ways in which we've done what's right and what's wrong, but I also want to push us to think this way through about what have we done that not just the sins that are in the book, right? but the sins that we know we shouldn't have done, but we did. right? Or, or what are the ways in our life where we can add some more mitzvot or do the right and the good, go a little bit beyond the law, be a little bit more of a mensch in the way that we live our lives. The Bechor Shor, a commentary in Rashi um, reads it is exactly that that says that the yeshar and the hatov is actually not it's not specifically what we do, it's the way that we feel Yeshar Halev, the Hatov be'enav That we that we feel straight in our hearts and that we do what's right in our eyes. Right? And so that is both the way that we do something and the way that we feel while we do it. And that's what it means to exhort us to do the right and the good in our lives. Shabbat shalom